Welcome to the Victor Collins Sabre podcast. We pray the Holy Spirit will speak to you and stir you up as you listen to this anointed, transformative, and down-to-earth teaching by Bishop Collins. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Enjoy the message. Shall we pray? Father, thank you so much for such an opportunity. Speak to us like never before. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1. The former treatise. Have I made all Theophilus of all that Jesus began both to do and teach until the day in which he was taken up after that he, he through the Holy Ghost had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen. To whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs. To whom also he showed himself. Hey, people's projector is there. <laughs> okay. It's not a crime, is it? To whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs. Okay? Being seen of them 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God and being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem Await for the promise of the Father, which saith he, you have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, Will thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in his own power. But, somebody say but. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Now, this morning I want to talk about a witness. A witness. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, if you have a neighbor, a witness. You must make sure that you have a neighbor on Sunday mornings. Everybody has a neighbor. If in real life you don't have a neighbor, it means you live in a jungle. Yeah, even in the jungle, you still have snakes as your neighbors. Yeah. I, I, I sent the flyover convention to a pastor who has a church in good intent, and I said, all our neighbors are welcome. Just inviting our neighbors to the party. It's up to the neighbor to come or not. All right? So, That word witness, you shall receive power. 
after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the world. This verse, the most important word in this verse is witness. Are you, are you, are you with me? Because the power that you are going to receive, that is, before you become a witness, the witness can never happen without the power. And when the power comes, then the witnessing happens in these places. So you see an initial that the God has a plan. The plan, the plan, the plan of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit was just so that we will become witnesses. And witnesses in the areas specified. So the most important word in this verse is witness. Are you with me? It's witness. Now, if you go up in um, verse 3, the Bible says, in the Bible in basic English says that, and to whom he gave clear and certain signs that he was living, and to whom, that is the apostles, the disciples, Jesus gave clear and certain signs that he was living after his death for he was seen by them for 40 days you see God is not an accidental God anybody who is sitting here this Sunday morning thinking that as a Christian that the things that happen to you are by accident you have to change your mind from today. You have to change your mind from today. Remember, the Bible says here that when Jesus resurrected from the dead, he gave clear signs that he was alive. It was for a reason. For 40 days, and, and, and my ancestors from Ghana it is when I started reading the Bible, God said that I understood a, a culture, a tradition we have in our country. That after somebody dies, 40 days, we celebrate 40 days. It's when I read the Bible that I, I came, oh, because they say that after 40 days, then the, the spirit of that person is gone now. Look, Jesus ascended to heaven after 40 days. He was around. So that belief is with my ancestors. When somebody dies, he's not gone. They say that the spirit is moving around. That's why they don't put shoes on the person because even though you come into the house, he will be making noise. So if you don't have shoes, then he will make noise. That's why they don't put shoes on dead bodies. When you die, you tell them to put shoes on you. You'll be surprised. They don't put shoes on you. Because you come and walk in the house with the shoes. Tell it, spirits are real, that's why you have to be very careful about your spirit. So the Bible says Jesus rose up and he showed himself practically for 40 days. 40 days old. And we know it. One of them, he was by the seashore when the disciples were fishing. And they caught nothing. And he asked them, 
do you have fish? They said, no, we didn't catch anything. They said, oh, come, fish barbecue. Then one day the disciples, two of them, they were walking to a mouse. And then he followed them. He walked with them. And they were talking about how Jesus died and this and Pilate and the resurrection. And, and they said, who is that? And they look at him and say, ah, well, who is you? You didn't know that we had a, he gave to, he gave gifts unto men convention. What church are you part of? Then they fo- he followed them and they beckoned him when they got to a mouse to come in to eat. And as they were eating in the evening, the custom was to eat bread. As they were about to eat the bread, the Bible said Jesus took the bread, he broke it. And when he broke it, the Bible said, this is how Jesus breaks bread. Then he disappeared. Then he appeared to the disciples in a room. Peace be unto you. They were surprised. Then the people were so excited. Then the next time, Thomas wasn't there. So Jesus came back and said, you know, let Thomas come. Then Thomas came and Jesus came again. He showed himself clearly to the people that he was alive. Why? So that with the power, they can speak of what they have seen as witnesses. Are you, are you with me? A witness cannot witness if he does not encounter the issue or the case for which he has to be a witness of. You are witness because you see things at first hand. The woman, Mary Magdalene, was the one who saw Jesus. And then Jesus told her, go and tell my brothers that I am alive. When she went to tell them, they said, you this woman, too hysterical. So Peter and John decided to run to the tomb. The Bible said, Peter took out first. Peter ran. But when they got to the tomb, it's John who went into the tomb. They all have explanations. They realized that indeed he wasn't there, he was alive. Now, the Bible calls people who have received the Holy Ghost witnesses. Are you a witness? You see, the verse 3. God has shown himself to you not 40 days. Yes, that he's alive. Am I talking to somebody this morning? Our case is not 40 days. Because Jesus had a limited time. But he had to do what, it, what you are supposed to do so that people can step up and say, I saw it. All that they needed was power. Because it was going to be very serious to speak about that name after he's gone. So they needed something supernatural so that they can be able to play their role as witnesses. But they were not bereft. They were not without signs of the life of Jesus after his death. What I'm trying to say is that you and I have so many proofs of God's power and, and, and amazement and God's might in our lives. The only thing is that we are quiet. The only thing is that as we have seen, we have not become what we saw. Now, look at it this way. Even in, in the earthly realm, 
if you are a witness to a crime and that your name is called that you are a witness, you can't refuse to testify. You can actually be charged. So what many Christians don't know is that they are actually charged by God. Because as I'm talking about witness, I'm going to take you through characteristics of a witness. What shows that somebody is a witness? What shows? But the main thing I want you to understand today, you know, just want to pray for a short time, is that God has given, if you, the King James is nicer. You look at the King James, it's nicer. Verse 3. He says, to whom, which is the disciples, also he showed himself alive. Is Jesus alive? You see, the Lord told me. He says that there's something, there's something about me the devil is, is afraid. He's never seen some before. You want to know what? I didn't even know. You want to know? I'll tell you. The first night we were 507. We, we can't have 500 people here. Who said we can't have 500? We can't have 500. It's just that people are. Where's the emoji that has zip? Can you put that emoji on the screen? The emoji with a zip. In our culture, we don't want to mind people's business. When we see something happen, you shy around. You don't want to talk. You didn't see. Because you, do, you don't want your name car. So you see that naturally there is a force against us standing in our place as people who have seen him alive after his passion. For 40 days, some of us for 10 years, for 15 years. God, you see, it is only, it is only when you are, you are not grateful or, or you, you are something else that you say that I have not experienced anything. God has given us so much and it's intentional. The way your life has become, the good things you're enjoying, it is intentional. He is showing you infallible proofs that he's alive. Anybody who says that God is not alive, that Jesus is not alive, that person will have to check how your life has been since you got to know him to prove you wrong that Jesus is not alive. He's doing that. So that after you receive the Holy Spirit, which you, which you have received, to become a witness. To become a witness. To become a witness. To become somebody who will give a first hand, first hand evidence or report of something that you have experienced. You have experienced a lot. You have experienced a lot. 
God is intentionally out of love and out of proof showing you. Can you imagine somebody who died and then now you can see him? Why doesn't he go? You see, Jesus told Mary Magdalene that, don't touch me. One of the Gospels reported that. He said, don't touch me. I have to go and show myself to my father first. So when he went to his father, why didn't he stay? Oh, he doesn't like heaven. No, no, no. That's why I said earlier that everything is by plan. It's not by accident. He had to go and show himself and come back and show himself to people he believed in, he trusted that when the Holy Ghost comes upon them, they will be out there and be witnesses. How much of a witness are you? How much of a witness are you? A good question. People think that when you are saved, you go to church. Yeah, that's the zip emoji. People think that when you, when you are saved, you go to church, you are blessed, and that's all. The blessing you are receiving, number one, is because of his love. Number two, it's also to show that he is alive. In fact, a lot of evidence is, be, is being built against you on the day of judgment. Can you imagine that you witness somebody losing their only son? And then you, you turn your back on that incident and say, you didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. What happened? You, some, something happened? Oh, I didn't see anything. Somebody's only begotten son dies. Dies. Is killed. Is murdered. You are dead. You saw it clearly. Then now, you are living your life like nothing ever happened. And that person's life actually benefited you. The way you look is because of that, that, that loss. The blessings you experience in the job, the money, the house, the car, the peace, the joy, the protection. It's God. It's God who has protected me all these years. It is all things that Jesus is doing. Trying to show us that he is alive. Christians are behaving like nobody has done anything for them, that their lives belong to them, that everything they are doing is because of what they are able to do. No, 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 no. He showed himself. God, in the form of his son Jesus, is showing himself, showing himself, showing himself. You see, in our church, if, if you know us, those of you who know our church well, I mean, it may not be so relevant to you or something. But we don't joke with butterflies. Jamala, do you know that? In our church, butterflies are not just... We don't even, we, I don't think we want to kill butterflies around here. During the rehearsals, during the rehearsals, I think the, the last Sunday before the convention. Yeah. The, the, the brown and black, I think he has come to stay. 
was at the back all Saturday. He was here. At a point, I was standing here, and he came to land on my shoe, my, 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 it's a biceps, you call it, like that. So they, they were taking pictures. They even videoed the butterfly. It was that same color butterfly that Jojo saw in her car. Same brown and black. I started taking butterflies serious when we had a trip to Madia. It was our first time going that way. My, my pathfinder of blessed memory. <laughs> Myself, Reverend Calvin, Reverend Ralph, and Reverend Leary, with our cars. I was a leading convoy. I said, we, we can go to Madia. Sure, we can go. Why, why can we not go? Why, why should we not drive our cars to? What's the use of our vehicles if we can't drive to Madia? Sort of early in the morning. Got to uh, Mabura. When we got to Mabura, they, they said we should go and report to police. I said, ah, but the turn is on the right. Why should I go and report to police? I'm driving the country. I should go and report to. If I'm going to East Coast, I don't go to no police station to report to nobody. So I just turned the corner. First, uh, first water body. You say, hey, what's this? Where do we pass? Then we managed to drive through it. Second water body. Ah, 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 ah. We said, Charlie, shall we pass Joshua? I said, go. They had to take a stick to go and feel how deep. Hey, it was deeper. But before we turn off Mabura, there was a blue and black butterfly. I thought, I, was a, I thought the people in my vehicle were the only ones seeing the, the, the butterfly. Blue and black. The fly before. Oh, you have the... Is it clear? Somewhat. You know this? Uh, is, it on my, is it on my left? You see the brown and black right there? Uh. <laughs> it was there for about 10 minutes. And we, 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 now under, we understand now what these things are. It is the presence of God. So, the blue and black butterfly, it will pass in front of the windscreen, Nikhil, and go into the, the bush. Then as you drive about one minute or 60 seconds, it will fly past the windscreen again. Ah, blue, blue and black. Then at the point it was blue and white. So we got stuck somewhere on a hill. Then I was talking about the butterfly, and, and those in the other vehicles said, Yes, they also saw the butterfly. So I said, Well, it was only me. Every uh, bus or pickup or cruiser, they call it, that came to where we were stuck, they come and they pass, they try and maneuver and they go. They maneuver and they go. There was a bus that stopped to help us out. And told me, he said, brother, follow me. That bus was blue and white. He had a seat. One seat was taken out of the vehicle. It was on top of the bus. It was blue and black. It was the guy who drove us straight to Madia town. Straight. When we were coming back, we were surprised the places we passed in the night. As we saw it in the day. Hey! There's a hill called Tiger Hill. 
Many cars can't go. Then they told us, they told us there was a big hole, that one of these army trucks, so there's a big hole after you cross the, 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 the river, the Kurupukari River. There was a diversion that, of course, we've never used the roads, we didn't know. If it wasn't the blue and, blue and white bus that knew where to pass, and we just followed him like we stupidity. Like we used a straight road. They said the hole is like this. Since that event, I understood that God uses butterflies around us. You see, God's presence cannot only be experienced, it can also be seen if you know how to, what to look for. And I was telling my people, I said, now when you see butterflies here, you can go on your knees and start worshipping because he's here. That's a sign that he's here. It's no more, he, he has blessed us so much that he's no more hiding, our, hiding his presence from our sight. In the olden days, they saw human beings who, 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 look, who were like normal human beings, but they were angels of God. So it's not that you can only feel God's presence, but you can also see. It's, 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 it's visible. You can see God's presence visibly. In the, the Israelites were led by a pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire visibly as the presence of God. Not only feelings. You just don't know what to look for. That's why you, don't, you can't see the presence of God. You can't see the presence of God. But I'm saying that all these things are happening to us as a testimony. Now, as we are gathering, as we are experiencing all these things, what are you... So, I went to the pastor's office one day and I saw the whole office was decorated. There were butterflies painted on in the whole office. So, after our meeting, I just said, you know what, can I ask you something? He said, okay. I said, what does what this butterfly uh, paintings mean in, in your office? He said, oh, it's my daughter who, you know, just like butterflies, so she just came to paint them in my office. I said, oh, okay. And I shared my testimony with him about butterflies. I don't think he even, even made any difference to him. But to me, a butterfly is very, very important. Our older people were so sensitive that if your left eye blink, they tell you, they were so sensitive. When you dream and you're dead, it means something. They, they try to, to understand things happening. And we, we just walk around like that. Nothing, nothing means anything to us. Nothing brings our mind to anything. And in our time and our season, God is using butterflies. And I'm saying, he's doing all of that to show that he's alive. And that you cannot walk around and not be a witness. See how people share things, videos, pictures. People will share it. People will share it. People don't. Many people don't watch things and leave it alone. They watch and they share. Eighty-five percent of us watch things and we share to other people. True or false? Eighty-five percent. At least you have some friend or somebody that you think, oh, must see this. That's how things go viral. What are you doing with the things that God has shown you and has given to you? 
What are you doing? You see, God told me something. He said that the voice that he has given to me is very rare, so I should make it known. That's why we went on radio after the TV. Because that's the only way people hear my voice. I have to believe it. I have to believe it. that He said he has given me a voice. The things that I talk about, the things that I say, he hardly has anybody around here who will talk about those things. And so I shouldn't just be here in, East, uh, in Samaria or in Canada number two. Only my voice is limited if, I, if you, just only you who is going to listen to me. And so radio and TV has come as my belief. He's showing himself to me that he's alive. By all the things he's exposing me to. So he says, you know, don't keep quiet. Are we witnesses? Are you a witness of Jesus' presence in your life? Are you a witness of that? Some of you is only complaints. You are never happy about anything in your life. All you do is complain. All you do is uh, uh, talking and complain. All you do is that something. It, it is always something that is not right. And, and God has given you so much. I said it, and I'll say it again as I close. The saddest thing is that your lack of being a witness after seeing all the things can cost you. It can, it, it, it can work against you. It can work against you. If the court summons you to come and testify in a case, you, you better show up. You know why you have to be a witness? Because Finally, on that day, the Bible says that in Hebrews 9 and verse 27, that it is appointed unto man once to die. And after the death, judgment. Do you believe that? Do you believe in the judgment? What's going to happen on that day? God is a judge. So God will sit on his throne. Are you with me? Then, Jesus will be there. The Bible says Jesus is an advocate. So Jesus is a lawyer. God is the judge. Jesus is the lawyer. Then you have somebody who is the accuser of the brethren, who is the prosecutor. So you have God sitting on his throne as the, as the greatest judge. You have Jesus on your right, who is the defense lawyer. Then you have the prosecuting prosecution or prosecuting lawyer. Who is the devil? This is how in the Bible. He maketh intercession for us. He's, 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 our, he's our advocate. Advocate comes from the word advocate, which means lawyer. And the devil is the accuser of the brethren. So he's a, the prosecutor. Whose case is on board? The people who lived on earth. Their names will be called for judgment. Then Satan will speak, accusing the person in the stand. Then Jesus will have to defend the person. Then God will make the judgment innocent or guilty, heaven or hell. Now, in Jesus' defense or in Satan's prosecution, they will use evidence. And 
our acts here on earth are things that Jesus is going to bring up or the devil is going to break up and say, do you remember? The devil will tell God. He said, you remember when you sent Jamela to go and talk to him about church? He didn't listen to you. So he can't go to heaven. He didn't listen to Jamela. He didn't listen to Sylvia. And you said that if, 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 you, if you harden your heart, you say, if you hear my voice, don't harden your heart because it's the day of your salvation. So he didn't see that it was your day of salvation. He hardened his heart and, and he has died and he has come here. So he had to come with me to hell. Jesus, what do you say? Jesus says, it's true. I died for him. The opportunity was there. But he didn't respond. So Satan is telling the truth. My Lord, I have nothing to say. Jesus will win you, then it means that Jesus will have to speak how you believe, how the person in the stand believed, and the person's sins have been forgiven by the blood of Jesus Christ. And so he's acquitted, he's clean. Because somebody went to him, spoke to him, preached to him, and he believed in the person's testimony. And now he's saved. So Satan will say, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. went to him and then. So we, we have to, we have a very big role to play in the judge, judgment. And on the judgment day, Jesus needs to gather the evidence of you going to the person to talk to the person. Satan is also gathering the evidence of you going and talking to the person. The person didn't believe or receive you. He also must have those files. He will bring his jacket. But apart from our activities, there's no evidence to, 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 to use in court. Because they are spirits. They are not human beings to go around and tell people about anything. We have to do the witnessing so that the court case can be complete. Stand to your feet. My time is over. Tell your neighbor and ask your neighbor, are you a witness? receive power after the Holy Ghost comes upon you and you shall be my witnesses are you a witness let's close your eyes with me are you a witness are you playing the role of a witness after the Holy Ghost has come upon you or you are waiting for another Holy Ghost to come upon you before Father thank you for speaking to us we have no excuse. No excuse to sit down and not be witnesses. And so much, so much you have done for us. And what you have done for us is a clear sign and evidence that Jesus, he lived, he died, he was buried, he rose again on the third day, and now he is alive. It is the life of Jesus that has given us all the privileges we share and we enjoy. I pray that the era of not being witnesses will be over from this morning. And I will be out there preaching and talking to people about the day of judgment and how important it is to respond to the grace and the mercies of God. Thank you that we are indeed witnesses. Witnesses who will help in the preparation of the cases 
that are yet to come. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, somebody said, Amen. Give Jesus a big hand clap. You are here, you are not saved. You are not born again. If you die now, you are not sure whether you go to heaven or hell. Then you say, Bishop, please pray for me. I want to give my life. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. If you are here like that, every eye closed, you want to lift up your hand and say, Bishop, please be. I don't want to stand before the judgment seat and be found guilty because the devil has evidence against me that I lived in sin and that I never believed, that I never accepted Jesus, that I never walked in the ways of Jesus Christ. You don't want to be, to be, to be, to be judged and found guilty and be put in hell, be put in prison for eternity. You want to say, Bishop, please pray for me. I need Jesus and I need the blood that he shed on the cross. I want to be born again. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, just your right hand. I want to pray with you. Just your right hand up high. Lift it up so I can see. I can pray with you. God bless you. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. It's very, very important that one day when you stand before him, you will be innocent and not guilty. God bless you. If you lifted up your hand, pray this prayer with me, wherever you are. Just pray with me. Say with me, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe with all my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus died. He rose again on the third day. And I believe in Jesus. I open my heart. I invite Jesus to come into my heart. To come into my heart. To wash my sins away and to make me a brand new person. I know that by this prayer I'm born again. I am innocent. I will not go to hell. I'll go to heaven in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for saving my soul. In Jesus' name, amen. For booking and more information on the ministry of Victor Collins, please call us on 592-691-5301 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com God richly bless you.